0: Hey guys, Stephanie here. Welcome back to the Anti-Wedding Wedding Club podcast, episode four. For those of you who are new, I wanted to do a quick recap into why this podcast was created. I had a sense that I did not want a traditional wedding in my 20s, but didn't have a fully formed opinion on what I would do differently. I used to plan weddings, and I got to see firsthand how many brides handled traditions and how they got married, and one thing that struck me was that they were almost all exactly the same. Now, a lot of the time that I did weddings was like over the last 10 years or so, and I will say as of recently in the last couple of years, brides have definitely had more unique moments and have come out of their shell, but historically, my experience in the wedding industry, I knew I could count on a number of activities or traditions to take place, and that truly, honestly, every wedding kind of felt the same. So when I think about what I would do at my wedding, instead of thinking how could I check off all these traditions myself, I would think about how I wanted to change them, or at least understand why it was that I needed to do them. I wanted to research why these are part of the wedding day to begin with, and then being armed with that information would allow me to choose my own path and my own wedding that fits myself and my partner. So that's why we're here. The concept for Anti-Wedding Wedding Club is simply meant to arm all the ladies and the guys with information on how and why these traditions exist and this industry exists. So you can make your own decisions on what you want to do when it comes to celebrating your love and your marriage, and give you the confidence to step outside the cookie cutter wedding box should you want to. So let's get on with the episode. week we're going to be discussing the garter and the bouquet toss. I will warn you now I am not a fan of the either of these traditions. Coming into the research for this episode the only thing I really knew about it was whoever caught the bouquet was the next to get married and that I thought it was a bit gross to have my husband climb up my dress to remove a band of fabric from my likely sweaty thigh in front of my family and friends. So <laughs> let's start with the garter. A garter toss is a Western wedding tradition dating back centuries. But the version most people are familiar with involves the bride sitting on a chair while the groom uses either his hands or his teeth, gross, to remove the garter from her leg and then tosses it into a crowd of all the bachelors in attendance. Um, I actually don't think it's bachelors. I want to say that they just tossed it to all of the men in attendance. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they didn't single out unmarried men. This was only reserved for the woman. But in, in essence, it's the male version of the bouquet toss, where a single woman competes to catch the bride's bouquet. So what is the symbolism behind both tokens? These days, the winners, and I say that in quotations, are said to find love or, more specifically, tie the knot next. People tend to either find these rituals cute and entertaining Or they think they single out all the unmarried guests while implying that marriage is the end goal for everyone in the room. So the history is somewhat less cute, however. The origin of this tradition came to be because in the Middle Ages, the couples were expected to consummate their union immediately. And by the way, Back then, a lot of the brides were virgins. They had not been with their partner yet. They probably hadn't even known their partner for very long. Um, And some of them didn't even want to get married. So the fact that back then, guests tended to watch the consummation of a wedding take place um, as proof that the marriage was in fact true. So, during the wedding, or while this happened, wedding guests would fight to rip off pieces of the bride's outfit, as they were considered tokens of good luck. Apparently, things would get so rowdy, the idea of having a garter to allow guests to fight over that instead of the bride and the dress was more of a protective measure than anything else. Um, It's kind of (laughs) gross. It creeps me out, to be honest. Um, As time goes by, and we reach the late Renaissance period where people have a little bit more decorum, the garter toss was simply done to spread good luck and fertility vibes, no clothing tearing or proof of consummation involved, thankfully. Today, it looks like the garter toss may be going out of style. The Knot did a study in 2018 and found that only 33% of couples were planning on incorporating the garter toss into their wedding. That was down by 41% from their 2016 survey, showing that, as with all wedding traditions, it's an option, not a requirement. tackled the garter toss let's get into the bouquet toss we'll do another episode dedicated to flowers at weddings later and solely focus on the toss today as we mentioned the ripping of the bride's wedding outfit above we discover that this was also the origin to the tossing of the bouquet as well according to ancient wedding lore in order for the bride to escape the crowd of women vying for a piece of her dress the bride would toss her bouquet into the crowd and run so wedding guests were super rude back in the day, guys. I would I would lose my I would lose my shit if somebody tried to take something off of my dress at my wedding. Um so as people become somewhat more dignified as we leave the medieval times, the toss morphed into something that was passed on as a way for a single woman to try and catch the bouquet so that she would be the next in line to get married. Tell current times the bride calls all her unmarried female guests to the floor so they can battle over a bouquet for good luck and love and marriage, since the goal for all women is obviously to get married, right? Um, as you guys will notice if you've listened to a couple of episodes, I get fairly snarky when. I read about all of these traditions that are about fertility and about marriage, and about basically the only job a woman ever had was to get married and pop out kids. And I'm so grateful that I live in 2020, while it is not perfect, you know, we have the choice to be defined as much more than vessels to carry babies. Um, I think maybe that's part of the reason why I have so many issues with a lot of these traditions is because I think that it debases women and that it makes us seem like we're really only meant for certain things and, and not creatures of intelligence and far more than, you know, that, uh, and I don't want to get all preachy, but that is something that really does bother me with a lot of these things. And, why I want to kind of relook at them and discover new things to make traditions that are just more in line with time and the powerhouses that women are today. Which, by the way, absolutely can include motherhood and marriage. That's not the issue. It's just the antiquated thinking of behind all of this stuff that really drives me kind of crazy. Anyways, back to the episode. So... Both of these traditions, by the way, are Western. They originated likely in England and spread to countries that had English influence, mostly America. Um, To be honest, throughout history, the actual tossing of the bouquet and the garter was not commonplace. Many countries and religions incorporated bouquets of flowers in different ways into their ceremonies, which we'll cover in a flower episode later. But this is a very Western tradition that is really not followed in the rest of the world unless they're trying to mimic Western culture, which does happen. Well there you have it. The history behind the tosses essentially stems from rude guests trying to rip clothing off the bride and quite honestly the reason for it today is less and less popular with brides as they tend to not be comfortable asking all their single friends to claw their way through a crowd for a chance of love. Now if these traditions don't bother you go ahead and have it at your wedding but if this information put a bit of a blah on these traditions for you go ahead and find different ways to do this or don't do it at all. For the garter, if you really wanted to do it, you can carry it with you and hand it to your groom to throw. It in no way has to be on your thigh. For the bouquet, you can give it to the person of your choice. You can have a dance-off and give it to the winner. Or you can just keep the bouquet yourself because, I mean, they are really expensive. On a side note of this, brides literally will have two bouquets, their bouquet and then the bouquet they toss. So they're paying for two bouquets of flowers for a tradition that is kind of antiquated and not really, I don't think, necessary anymore. So if you just want to have one bouquet and keep it yourself, I think that is totally viable. But in all seriousness, I really hope this information helps. Knowledge is the best thing one can do for themselves It allows you to think for yourself and make decisions on what you want versus what is common or expected. Especially right now with COVID going on, rethinking what it is you want to do when you get married needs to be met with excitement, not despair. I know some of us have thought about our wedding since we were children and that the big princess wedding and it being all about the bride, which by the way, it's not has been woven into the way we look at marriage and weddings and dating for a very long time. But like other things we've known, just because it's been done for a long time doesn't mean it's necessarily best. So don't be afraid to step outside the cookie cutter wedding box, guys. It's not so scary on the other side, I promise. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.